Tea Soul Pop, Season 8, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to Tea Soul Pop, the mini podcast for busy teachers. My name is Laura and my guest today is Amy from English with Amy Online. Amy will be sharing content that she creates for her business, the type of content she authors, and sharing best practices on how to create content that attracts paying students. Now, this is obviously really relevant to you if you run your own business or you're thinking about starting your own business and want to grow a community. On that point, if you're interested in starting podcasting to grow a community, then think about joining my podcast Pathfinder program, where I help you plan your first podcast miniseries and record up to your first three episodes. All details about my program are in the show notes, or you can simply go to my business website, communicatingforimpact.com. Now let's join the conversation with Amy, where I asked her about what type of content she creates to support her business. So lots of types actually and trying different platforms. Um, My main one I would say is still Instagram where I do reels mainly and they could be from pronunciation to other types of um, vocabulary and also some tips for improving English. I forgot to mention as well other content as well I'm doing is I'm really pushing for my website blog at the moment so I'm creating a few posts per week on there and that's kind of linked into my Instagram as well I kind of I'm trying to connect it all together so that means any Instagram reel I'll post will be on the blog post as well mainly to build up some reading content for my English learners not just videos and listening that's brilliant and it's great that these things coexist rather than being separate exactly exactly trying to link it all together is really useful that sounds fantastic. What made you decide to pick Instagram? Because when I often speak to teachers and they're wanting to explore creating content, it can feel a bit intimidating with the various platforms that we have to choose from. But it sounds like to me you've made quite a decisive move to focus on Instagram purely. Could you share a bit about what led to that decision? Sure. I think times are changing and I don't know if I would have originally chosen Instagram three years later, but three years ago when I started this, It seemed to be one of the most booming platforms, particularly for um, videos and video content for students. Um, And I saw a lot of other online English teachers doing the same. So kind of took inspiration from them and followed suit, let's say. And I think, I don't know, I just like the structure and the format of Instagram. I think it's, um, it's got the right target audience. TikTok for me seems almost too young whereas um instagram's quite a nice like working professionals kind of 30s that slightly older audience let's say so that was another reason like you say we have to kind of think about where our audience is hanging out don't we and pick the platform based on where we're going to best reach them and i completely agree with you with tiktok it's the younger audience that tends to be there and maybe the type of content people are consuming there at least a few years ago tended to be more entertainment based i know things do change quite quickly but still it does tend to be more of a younger profile um, that are on that absolutely so it sounds like content for your business um, provides a way to promote your work for people to find you your clients to find you Um, what would you say is the main purpose uh, behind content creation yeah I think it's a huge role in my business Um, content I think really is the main way to build trust so for any student looking for an online English teacher they don't know anything about personally they can see personality through the content you make that's the only way now to kind of stand out I guess 
rather than those maybe say big platforms full of tutors, full of choice. The way to like individualize and personalize that is through personal content. You've mentioned short videos such as Reels on Instagram. You mentioned your blog. There are obviously lots of different forms of content that we can create, uh, such as podcasts <laughs> that we're creating today. What other choices are there for educators in terms of the content that they can create and what they feel will really align with them, their skills and their audience? The list now, I would say, is almost endless. There are so many platforms. It's growing every year, every month. Um, it's really about trial and error. So I really, more than anything, I advise teachers to try a few different ones and see what they feel most comfortable with. I've spoken to other online educators and teachers who don't feel comfortable making videos, but really enjoy podcasts like yourself. Um, something maybe a bit more, not rehearsed per se, but definitely a little more planned you could say then maybe I'm going to make a reel about this this week or tonight sometimes very spontaneously really try a few different platforms um it doesn't have to be Instagram it doesn't have to be a podcast YouTube's a very good one I'm hearing a lot about Telegram these days um Facebook as well like Facebook groups WhatsApp groups with students and building like online more personal communities really nice as well that's a relief to hear that we don't always have to be on camera to create content like you say it could be audio only and like you say with the new platforms that are coming to the forefront threads being one a competitor to x of course that could be just text and pictures or just text absolutely so it doesn't need to be your face on every like (laughs) every platform all the time if you're not confident (laughs) in that way there are so many alternatives So thinking about when we're creating content, I know you have some rules that you live by when you're creating content for your blog and for your Instagram account. Would you mind sharing your top things that you look out for as you're authoring this content? Absolutely. So I think key words here and key ideas are obviously keep it as personalized as possible. There's a lot of content I see that's kind of samey, quite monotonous and doesn't stand out. An example could be like, I don't know, taking, extracting a Cambridge dictionary definition with a picture and that's it. Like there's nothing like that new or that exciting. So personalize as much as possible. Again, that doesn't come quickly or easily for a lot of people, but play with it, see what works, try, try different ideas first, but keep it as personal as possible. That again goes to like authenticity So keep it as authentic as you can as well. I think students really look out for authenticity when there's so many online teachers, so much competition now. Um, At the beginning, especially, I would recommend focusing on one format. Like I said, it can be quite overwhelming when you first start. Oh my gosh, there's all these platforms. I've got to dive into all of them I've got so much to do no like try to organically grow just one at the beginning and focus on that one and see how much you can push that first and I think um, a really top tip I have is collaborations like we are doing now I think it can be quite isolating if you decide to create your own business Um, you've maybe gone from a language school for between 10 and 20 teachers to yourself no manager, no senior teacher to lead you. It's just you. That can be very intimidating and scary at the beginning. 
So if a teacher or a content creator reaches out to you, take that collaboration, unless it really doesn't suit you and you can't see any benefit. Generally try and say yes to that because it's a way to share ideas and to work together and to help you grow as well. You never know from that what it could gain for you. I agree with you 100% because I really enjoyed the process of writing about some of the books I enjoyed for your blog when you asked me to be a guest writer. Mm -hmm. I really relished in that. I haven't written anything like that before. So I was stepping outside my comfort zone, doing something that I enjoy because I I love reading fiction and sharing it in a format that spoke to your audience. And I, I really appreciate that opportunity. I wouldn't have thought of doing that had you not asked me. Good. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Amy, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you today. Thank you so much for sharing an insight into your business and what role content plays and your top tips. Really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much. Thanks for having me. To find out more about Amy's work, including the blog that she mentioned, then go to englishwithamyonline.com or check out her Instagram. Again, the same name, English with Amy Online. As always, I've included the links in the show notes so you can find those easily. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer or you have an idea to pitch for the podcast, then you can contact us via Facebook, Instagram or the website, tsopop.com. Finally, you can support the work we do at tsopop by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast, by sharing today's episode with your community or by even buying us a coffee at ko forward slash tsopop. <laughs>